Hi, everyone. I'm Greg Meskel, and you're listening to the Pro Sports Podcasters. Like and subscribe. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace-Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We have something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Welcome back to the Pro Sports Podcasters. My name is Nee Wallace Bruce, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Corbett Rant, a.k.a. Kobe. Kobe, how you doing? I'm okay, buddy. I'm okay. Looking forward to this one. There we go. You sound a bit under the weather, but you're a soldier. You're a trooper. You'll get through. And we have a special guest today. He is from across Niagara Falls. He is the the beat writer, the insider for all things Buffalo Bills. It's Mr. Mookie Hawkins. Mookie, how you doing? What's good, man? What's good, guys? We're good. We're good. We're, we're on the other side here in Toronto, but we're always looking to see what's happening with Bills Mafia and Bills Nation. So tell us, Mookie, what's going on? What's the latest coming out of camp right now? Well, the latest coming out of camp right now is that everything is looking good. I mean, man, everybody has reported. We got everybody, you know, is there. We got Von Miller. We got we got all these new free agents. We got all these new draft picks. and It looks damn good. We just need to get to training camp so we could, um, you know, see what it's really going to look like with the Pats coming on and, you know, get the Super Bowl uh, journey started. Mm-hmm. And they drafted cornerback uh, Kaya Elam. How's he looking in camp? Um, Kaya's looking he's, he's looking very solid right now. His strong suit is more press, man. Uh, during OTAs, he didn't get an opportunity really to play uh, his strong suits, which kind of helped him, um, I think, because he had to learn to play off. You know, he, he's he's a press corner that can play off. It's kind of similar to uh, uh, how Tredavious White was, you mm-hmm. know. So um, for him to come in and to play off man, uh, especially when, you know, the mandatory minicamp was there, when, you know, Poirier and everybody was there just to see what that would actually look like, um, you know, even with Tredavious White not being out there, uh, it, it looked very promising. There we go. Yeah, actually, I wanted to ask about another uh, potential rookie this year. Where do you see James Cook fitting into the running back room? Oh, uh, he's fitting in. He's 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 definitely fitting in. You better snatch him up on your fantasy. I'll tell you that. You know, he, he snatch James Cook up on your fantasy. He's he's definitely in the sauce. Uh, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for teams to match up, especially when he's out there. If you know the Bills go empty with James Cook out there, I mean they could do it in so many different variations with James Cook. I mean it could be two wide receivers, two tight ends. It could be three wide receivers, one tight end, and James Cook. So they could do it in so many different variations with James Cook out there. I just want to see uh, the combinations to see how teams are going to match up with that. Like when you look at when you got 
Steph Diggs out there. Okay, you got Gabe Davis. So let's just say we got OJ Howard and Dawson Knox to go out there with James Cook. You can't. Who who are you going to double? First of all, uh, and second, James Cook is going to be basically lined up against your weakest linebacker or or one on one. You know, with a safety, if he catches the ball in open space. It's gonna be very Avin Camara like, hmm. so it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be dangerous. I, I'm I'm excited to see how this is gonna really unfold. Now I would assume that Devin Singletary is still the number one there because of familiarity with system. But are you saying that James Cook's probably gonna get more snaps than Zach Moss? Um, it's a possibility he could. Yeah, possibility he could. Okay. Okay. So then, yeah, I will look. I will definitely look for a late round pickup in my fantasy then. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Oh, he's going to be out there. Uh, I mean, it's been times when Zach Moss and James Cook was out there. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see how Coach Dorsey is going to, you know, whip this whip this thing up because he got so many weapons to choose from. It's just, um, you know, you you get excited to see. It really unfolds once again once once training camp shows, when they put the pads on, when preseason games start, then you're really going to get a true ideal look on what this offense is going to be like. Absolutely. And it's the possibilities are endless. There's, it can go in multiple ways. They can The Bills can beat you in multiple ways. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that evolves. But Mookie, just, just uh, want to take it back to where it all started because you, you're not just a the beat reporter for the Bills. You also do a couple of other things. You're the sports director for Wufo Sports uh, in in New York, mm-hmm. and you're also on Power 65 Radio. So i got to ask, how did you get to be where you are today? Tell us a bit about that. I guess my background, been coaching for, you know, 30 years, uh, youth leagues, high school. Um, so that's where, I really, that's where I really got things started. You know, my passion um, since 1998, you know, I've been probably in the championship either in a little league or a high school every year <laughs> since 1998. Uh, Corey Graham, who played with the Bills, I coached Corey Graham when he was 12 years old. Corey Graham won me my first little league championship ever. It's my first championship ever as a coach. Uh, if you don't know who Corey Graham is, Corey Graham went on. Uh, you know, the New Hampshire and, and, and got drafted by Chicago Bears and you know, went to the Pro Bowl, uh, signed with Baltimore, won the Super Bowl there, uh, come back to Buffalo, signed his biggest contract here at home, um, and then left Buffalo and, and played in Philly and won the Super Bowl there. So, you know, I coached Corey Graham, I coached Doug Worthington, Steve Means, who was also uh, joint Corey in Philly and won a ring together. I trained Mike Wim, so I, I've been I've been coaching for quite a while, and then I just started, you know, freelancing, doing my own like Buffalo Sports Center uh, with Sports Cube TV back in 2011, and it kind of led me up to where I'm at now, you know, being a sports director and covering the Bills. I love that. I love that journey. And coach, what is something that you look for in players when when you're coaching? Just to, if they got some dog in them, man. You know, you want you, you you need some dogs out there. You know what I mean? You you need some guys that's just man that just don't 
give a damn. You know, just just don't give a rat's ass about nothing. You know what I mean? Just I'm I'm with all of that. The physicality, uh, you know, they they have the ability and they they just have that toughness about them. That's you know that that makes them an elite player. You know what I mean? So I I, I can work with that. I can develop that. You know what I mean? But sometimes. Sometimes you know it's easier when they when it, when when they have that you know what I mean because you can enhance that. So I look for kids that got the dog in mentality. If they ain't got it by the time I'm done with them, they have it. All right. Well, we'll hold that thought. We're gonna come back to that. All right. Yeah, I was gonna ask you based on you know, that answer. Uh, who do you think's got the dog in them when it comes to the Buffalo Bills? As far as players, yes. Well, they got a whole bunch of dogs on this roster right now. I mean. You know, you just start with Josh Allen, straight dog, straight dog. Josh Allen, straight dog. Uh, Stephon Diggs, straight dog. Gabe Davis, straight dog. James Cook, young dog. I mean, when you when you look at the old line, you got Roger Saffold and Deion Dawkins as a Pro Bowl left side. You know, Spencer Brown, another young dog in his own right. When you flip it over on the defensive side, I mean take your pick i mean you got two pro bowl two bo- two all pro safeties both dogs von miller straight dog tremaine Edmonds, dog uh, 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 uh tredavious white dog like we got a lot of dogs out there even coach mcdermott straight dog you know what i mean so i mean we got a lot of dogs out there in that kennel up there at one bills drive and who do you think is going to be their toughest challenge in the afc this year Toughest challenge. It'll be pretty interesting. You got the AFC West. All them teams are going to beat each other up. It's, it's a wild, wild AFC West. Uh, everybody's not going to make it out of there as far as playoffs. You got to look at Cincinnati uh, with them going all the way to the Super Bowl. I, I, I still think, you know, they're not getting enough credit than they deserve. Everybody's figuring that that was a fluke. I get it, but. You got to keep them out there because they're dangerous. Tennessee has always been a thorn in the Bills' side, no matter, you know what I mean, no matter what has happened with the team uh, this offseason. So they're still a, a force to be reckoned with as long as they got that guy named King Henry back there. You know, you can't say anything about the AFC East because that's just it's nobody that's going to keep them on their toes right now. Not even New England, not the Jets, not Miami. I'm sorry. The Bills might go undefeated again in the division, if you ask me. It's going to be kind of tough, though. I mean, it's, it's, I'll say, I'll say, I'm going to say Cincinnati. I'm going to say Cincinnati for one, they play them. Two, they are the defending AFC champion. So I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them their respect. All right. I agree with you. A lot of people don't give them respect yet. They really don't. But. I agree. I think they could be a tough a tough test for anyone, actually, because of the amount of firepower they have. Oh, yeah. The Bills can match up against anybody. We, we're going to see that week one against the Rams. It's going to show everybody that they can match up with anybody. They'll, they'll be in it to win it versus anybody. So there won't be no more Jacksonville blunders. There won't be no more not getting it done on the goal line you know, against Tennessee. There won't be no more of that. There we go. Now, did you play football as a kid? Yep, I played high school. I, I played some, you know, some, some, some junior college, and you know, 
that was my story. I had to uh, make a, I guess I had to make an executive decision early on what my football career was going to be like. So I guess I chose the workforce. I chose the GM. My father worked at GM. And in the summertime, you know, we worked there in the summer. So I ended up sticking there and, 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 and coaching these young these young guys and helped them live their gifts, you know? So that's, that's what I did. And, and what positions did you play? I played cornerback and kick return. Okay. Okay. So you gotta be a huge fan of Tredavious White then. Oh, for sure. Without a doubt. That's my guy. Yeah. Is he the best cornerback in the league? Is he the best cornerback in the league? Tredavious one of the best. Yes. He's one of the best. You got Jalen Ramsey, who, who who's definitely a dog. You got uh, Tredavious. Why well, I say them two right now to me are, 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 are some solid corners. Uh, you got you got those two corners that 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 them Xavier and Howard. Uh, you know he's shysty in his own right there for Miami. Uh, let's not forget about uh, you know uh, uh, Trey Diggs you know, out there in Dallas. You know, he, he's had one hell of a uh, season last year. But, yeah, Tredavious definitely won. When they when teams don't throw your side, you know, then that's saying something. So I, I'll say Jalen Ramsey, Tredavious uh, is, is something that kind of sticks out. You know what I mean? That, you know, that just pops out at you. Okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, the like you said, the Buffalo has a lot of dogs and I – the the acquisition of Roger Saffold, that's that's one that's gone under the radar. I think that's gonna be a big improvement for the the O line and also for the running game. That's that's gonna be a big story down the stretch in Buffalo. I, I I really believe that. But I gotta ask, how important is it that Buffalo gets home field advantage this time around when you look at what happened last year? It's very important. I mean if 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 they need that for their own just personal psyche to say, hey, we need home field advantage to assure ourselves to get into a Super Bowl, then so be it. I mean, you know, I mean, they can do it on a road. When you look at it, like, they've been in every scenario possible other than making it to a Super Bowl. It made it all the way to an AFC championship game in Kansas City. Fell short. You know, they had Kansas City on the ropes in the divisional playoff game. We all know what happened. 13 seconds. Uh, you know, could have controlled their own destiny if they would have won, uh, but didn't. You know, so they've been in every situation they could possibly be in other than punching that ticket to a Super Bowl. And the only thing that you can say that didn't happen is that they didn't have home field advantage throughout it. All right. So that's the only thing that's missing. So if they need home field advantage for, more mental, you know, psyche to say, hey, we control our own destiny. We are home. You know, it's playoff time. We know what Bill's Mafia brings to the table. Hey, let's do this thing so we can have home field advantage. Teams have to come here and embrace the elements to play. And, you know, that's to our advantage. So if they need to you know, be home, get a little bit of home cooking, and if that's what they need, then obviously, yeah, let's, let's do that. But they should have did it last year. You know that kind of ticks me off, but you know you gotta learn from you gotta learn from your mistakes, and you know that that should be one of the goals there. You know, what I mean that's that's if, if that's the, if that's the ticket they feel, the direction they need to go, let's do it. 
Let's do it. Now, after those 13 seconds, longest 13 seconds in football, I'd say, uh, there, uh-huh. are, there are some people in Bills Mafia that were saying that, you know, the overtime rule's not fair, and the, and the league listened. The rule has now changed. What are your thoughts on that? On the Josh Allen rule? <laughs> <laughs> the Josh Allen rule. You know you're the man when you get <coughs> you get rules changed. You get rules changed, you know you're the man, but I think I don't know. I think it's a it's a solid rule. It's it's a fair rule. I mean, if we're in overtime, you would like to see both teams touch the ball at least, you know. But then after that, you know, lay the chips fall where they may, you know. So I, I think it's a solid rule. It's a fair rule. Rule change. At the same time, if if your team, let's say, defers and they, they have to defend, if you're a team like Buffalo, aren't you trusting your defense, which is stacked from the D line right to the secondary? Aren't you trusting your your eleven to get the ball back for you? Of course, I'm always trusting my defense to bring get the ball back. That's why we got Von Miller now. There we go, and we don't have to worry about. Getting pressure on the quarterback in 13 seconds. <laughs> Miller is going to get pressure on the quarterback. So we don't have to go through that. We don't have Von Miller and, and, and the rest of those guys is going to wreak so much havoc on quarterbacks that the Bills' turnover production is, it, it could double. It could easily double. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, that's, why you, that's why you go and get guys like Von Miller, you know what I mean, for, for 13 seconds. There we go. That's why I'm going to get the Buffalo Bills where I can in fantasy. Because if if Vaughn's not getting sacks, I know that Trey and the the crew up the up top they're going to be getting interceptions because that's going to be a rough defense to throw on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's going to be rough. Quarterback is not going to have three seconds to throw the football because I mean, again, who who are going to double? Are you going to double? Rousseau, you're going to double Ryan Miller. You're going to double Ed Oliver. You're going to double Jaquan Jones. Um, and then the rotation is just, you know, it's no drop off in the rotation. You know, mm-hmm. So I think it's going to lead to a lot of interceptions and sacks this year. Uh, Bill's defense was number one just about in every statistical category, but getting after the quarterback. So if, if they, you know, continue to be number one with the sacks to match and the pressures and the turnovers to match, you know, that's a big difference. And, you know, that's that's why the Bills went out and, and got that this year. And, you know, they, they revamped the defensive line up front drastically, drastically. When you look at it, only guy back really is Ed Oliver. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you got Rousseau, but I mean, when you look at that, how dynamic I mean, that defensive line is from last year's defensive line, I mean, upgrades all, all over the place. I mean, you look at it, you upgrade Jerry Hughes with Von Miller. You mm-hmm. upgrade you upgrade Mario Addison. Well, okay, we know it's Greg Rousseau's spot now. You upgrade uh, Starla Tulele with uh, Jordan Phillips. You, mm-hmm. you upgrade Harrison Phillips with with uh, Daquan Jones and, and a Tim Settle. Uh, you upgrade F.A. Obada yeah. with Shaq Lawson. Yeah. All right, so those are complete upgrades all around the table. When you look at this roster now, that was number one last year. So, you know, this roster is definitely better than last year's roster, which was, you know, fairly close to getting a Super Bowl. That's why 
the hype that's surrounding the team so much now is just like inevitable because of what they accomplished last year with last year's roster and everybody know that this is a much improved roster. This episode is brought to you by the good folks at New Smile. Just use the code PROSPORTS to get $150 off any of their teeth aligning kits. So turn up the dial on your smile with New Smile. Now on to the show. Now you mentioned getting the Super Bowl. That got me thinking because I know that uh, the Pagulas, they're going to be upgrading the, the field out there at Orchard Park. Is, as someone who's close to the team, is there any shot, is there any chance in the future that Buffalo could one day host the Super Bowl? It would be pretty nice if, if if the city could get an opportunity to host the Super Bowl. I know they're trying to, you know, um, bless all the new stadiums. I know Buffalo is, you know, it's very cold in the in the winter time, so I don't know as far as fanfare what that would be like in 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 the in, in a cold uh, Super Bowl city. I know they did it. Um, what they do it in Minnesota, right? They uh, did it in Minnesota a few years back, and also or, uh, Meadowlands. Yeah, the metal line. Yeah, 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 yeah. New York. Um, so I think it'd be awesome if, if a Super Bowl was played here at some point uh, once the new stadium is done. There we go. Watch that space. Yeah, quick comment. Uh, you know I'm not a fan of the new rule. I'm, I am not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I honestly believe if, if you're a huge Bills fan with what they've put together, you shouldn't be a fan. You shouldn't be. Because the better your defense the worse that rule is against you when it comes right down to it. So I, I don't know. And I love the defensive side of the ball. It's just, it's just who I am. True. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm fair too. I'm, I'm old school too. I mean, if you want to get the ball back, Hey, get a stop, get them off the field. You know what I mean? Get them off the field. I, I'm, I'm in my, yeah. I'm old school. You know what I mean? But the rule is, I guess it's fair. You know what I mean? I can say it's fair, <laughs> but yeah. Defense, you got to get them off the field, though. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I, I, I'm always been a defensive fan first. Beat them up, man. Beat them mm-hmm. up. By the time the fourth quarter comes around, they don't want to go to overtime, right? That's right. that's my opinion. <laughs> but uh, looking at looking at what Buffalo's put together, I mean, last year, I think if they were healthy, they would have gone to the Super Bowl. Well, if they just would have took care of what they would have took care of in 13 seconds. They would have went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, true, true. It came down to that last little bit. But I, just, I think if they were healthy, what happened? Yeah, I, I don't think Mahomes is getting those um those throws off. Yeah, with Tredavious out there, it's, it's, it would have been a different story. Yeah, different game. Very different game, right? Well, I'm just saying that Tredavious, Tredavious being out there, he allows Jordan Poirier to have no responsibility. You know what I mean? I don't know if you know what that's like being a safety to have no responsibility. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's how good Tredavious Bite is. You know, he can get – just look, just, just to say for instance, remember when they played Kansas City during the regular season, right? You see how Free Poyer was able to play in up in the box and, and roam around and make plays? You didn't see that in the playoff game. You know what I mean? You didn't see that, that same – defensive scheme i don't know why you know i didn't see saran nail a little bit more out there in the playoff game than you know we saw how they were able to corral or steiny uh kansas city's offense uh you know during the regular season but that's what your davius white does him being out there he allows your safety 
have no responsibility because he's covering an area. He has an area on lockdown, and teams don't dare to even throw to that area, you know. So, you know, that's what you're missing when you don't have Tredavious White out there, and there's a big difference. Yeah, but that it reminds me of a very similar situation that I was a big fan of. I'm a huge Denver Broncos fan, okay, and my favorite player all time, Steve Atwater. And he had the same situation with Champ Bailey, where he could literally do whatever he wanted because Champ was there. Absolutely. Another Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer and a Hall of Famer. And, you know, he had knocked your block off, too. That's Steve yeah. Atwater's guy. He's a linebacker playing safety. Exactly. <laughs> he was ahead of his time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I got Steve Atwater's rookie card. It's not worth It's not worth how all these other rookie cards is out here, but I, I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely got it. There we go. Now, Mookie, I know you talk a bit of basketball, and you're in New York State. We're in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So we have to talk about it. <laughs> Where do you see Kevin Durant going, and is Toronto a viable destination? Chris Prasad hey, doesn't seem to think so. <laughs> everybody is interested in Kevin Durant, but is Kevin Durant interested in them? That's mm-hmm. the thing. You know, I don't. I don't know if he got a no trade clause in his contract, but you know he's not going to go anywhere that he's not thinking that they have a chance to compete. Um, I think it's kind of slim um i mean it can happen in toronto but you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna lose your best player in order to to obtain the services you know so it, it won't work out you know who what who, who who would they give up who would toronto give up if i could ask i would i would say pascal siakam and either one of maybe both of og and anobi or gary trent jr i think they would hold on to scotty barnes you gotta hold on to somebody. You can't just pair him. You can't just you know give up the whole team for him and don't have nobody for him to play with. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I say I don't know if they have enough assets that would match that kind that big kind contract that that Durant has. You know, I I I'm leaning more or less he might go back to Golden State. Um, you know, he could. I hear the Lakers. I'm a Lakers guy, but I I don't I I don't think that could happen. But you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been rumored to be Phoenix out there. Uh, it's just so many different type of, um, so many different here uh, Kevin Durant stories. But I think right now the um, Golden State Warriors is like the front runner to getting because they can make an easy trade for them. They can, I mean, who you you can give up Wiggins and mm-hmm. probably. You can either throw Kaminga in the sauce or you can throw Jordan Poole in the sauce, uh, you know, to obtain the service. I wouldn't give up Wiseman, but if you got a plan because you still got Looney, so, I mean, you know, so they, they have more they have more assets that they can give up, you know, for Kevin Durant, you know. Yeah. How about, how about okay, what about this, Mookie? What about we include those plays you mentioned and we throw in Kenny Atkinson and Golden State can take back Steve Nash. Because I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan, and I'm not I'm not happy with the way that Duran and Irving came in. Because the Nets were a good team before Kyrie and Kevin. Those two came in, they appointed their, their own coach, and Steve Nash, and then they kind of tore down the roster a little bit. 
<laughs> True. But here's the thing. Now, Steve Nash was a, a, a Hall of Fame player. But what is he as a coach? I mean, where has he coached? They just took him out of the, you know, the, the, the soccer front office and made him a coach in basketball. So, you know, that, that, that's an issue, you know, mm-hmm. especially when, especially when you're, you're, you're dealing with, with, with mega stars and they know this, like you, you can't put a wool over their eyes. Okay. You can't put a wool over a Kyrie Irving's eyes or a Kevin Durant's eyes or James Harden eyes, you know, when they've been coached. You know, and they've they had superior coaching. I'm quite sure. I don't know if uh, you know Steve Nash still out there playing while those guys were playing. I'm quite sure that Steve Nash at some point was still playing early in those guys' career mm. to know that like this guy's never coached. He's never been an assistant coach. He's never, you know, never sat next to. You know, he's never been on the bench as a coach. But here it is, you know, y'all bringing him to, you know, Brooklyn to coach these megastars instead of somebody that maybe they preferred. Mm-hmm. Who, who knows? You never know that they had a preference of a of a coach that they wanted to come in and coach this team. And, you know, you bring in Steve Nash, who's unproven. Oh, yeah, he has a name and, you know, once again, great player. But what has he done on the coaching side of things? And, you know, that 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 could be a strain, too, in certain situations, because, you know, there's rumors to say that Kyrie Irving will hold a practice after practice, you know. <laughs> so, like, if that's happening, you know, their confidence in their head coach may have some sort of strain to it, you know, and that and that affects ball games. That affects especially when you look at how they lost in the playoffs to the Celtics. Mm hmm. Okay, Steve Nash, what do you how can you how, how can you counter what the Celtics were doing to Kevin Durant defensively? I mean, do you need is it more weapons? Uh, you know, uh, where's your where's your expertise at in these situations? Like that type of stuff exposes a lot and maybe that's why those guys want to get the hell out of there. You know, yeah. trade me. You know, it's kind of crazy that you know, you 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 bring in these 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 mega stars. You bring in James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and and Kevin Durant, and here it is a year later, they all want to leave. Mm. You know why did why do they all want to leave? Yeah, you know, but no one's not saying something. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, maybe it could be the coach. Who knows? You know, because I mean, where is his experience? You know, Steve Nash need to coach a team like what they're doing right now. They're cleaning house for Steve Nash so he can bring in younger guys that's going to listen and cater to what he has and, you know, as far as developing those guys. Uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, they don't need to be developed. You know what I mean? They need to win. They need to win right now. And they need to have a coach that got that type of mentality, that know how to, you know, coach those type of guys, uh, you know, attitudes and, and, and you know, on on different types of level those guys won nba championships so they've been coached at the highest levels by coaches you know that's available that basically didn't get denied because brooklyn wanted steve nash you know i don't know i'm still trying to figure out how that hire happened <laughs> but you, know. you work it out you let me know okay 
Uh-huh. Right, right, right. And I'm quite sure a lot of a lot of a lot of Brooklyn fans are scratching their head about that too. You know, but yeah, I think that's 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 probably like one of the biggest issues that nobody's talking about on why these players abruptly just want to leave up out of Brooklyn. Okay, so what I'm hearing is Brooklyn needs a dog on the end of the bench, right? They need, right. They need they need they need a a Pat Riley, like someone's gonna get Godfather on them in the locker room. Right. You know, a, a coach that, you know, when they bark, you know, they can respect that bark. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, so they do. They need a guy like that. They need a seasoned veteran guy who's been there, you know what I mean, that's proven, you know, if you want to win a championship, you got to go get a championship coach. Like, you can't go and get a guy that's never coached before just because he has a name and, you know, and that's just it. Like, you know. You can go snatch up a Mark Jackson or somebody like that. He's available. Mm. Uh, it's a few other guys out there that's available too. You know, that's that's that one on a high level that you can go out and get. But you go get Steve Nash, and all your stars want to leave. You know, so they got to figure that one out. They definitely got to figure that one out. Right now, NBA is at a complete standstill because of it. Because you know, everybody's trying to figure out what the Nets are going to do with Kyrie and Kevin. Until then, nobody moves. <laughs> Move the coach. <laughs> now that's straight facts, Mookie, and you're right. It's not being talked about enough. It probably needs to get more airtime. So I appreciate that. Mookie, we can find you on Twitter at Woofer Sports. Where mm-hmm. else can we find you on social media? Uh you can find me on Facebook. You can you can find me on Instagram at Wafo ten eighty Mookie, that's M U K I. Uh you can hit me up on Facebook, Mookie Hawkins, M U K I. Hawkins, H-A-W-K-I-N-S, on all uh, social media platforms. Excellent. And is there anything else you wanted to share with our audience before we let you get back to the Bills camp? Um, well, no, I'm, 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 I'm cool. I mean, you know, I got my Believe in Bills podcast. Uh, that's on Sirius XM. You know, me and Ruben Brown and others. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to have some of the guys on. Isaiah McKenzie and Gabe Davis, you know, Steph Diggs and those guys. So I'm real excited about that as well. Oh, we'd love to hear that. And we appreciate your time on the show, Mookie. It's been a great chat. We feel we've learned a lot today, not just about the team, but also just about the mentality of a player. So we really appreciate that. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website www.prosportspodcasters.com. On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP Insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcasters experience. Where no sport is left behind.